Can you fight without a weapon in your hand? When your limbs are moving but the rest is dead Do you even know why you're here on Earth, man? Was there a reason for your very birth? It is your turn everybody welcome to backstage with spike episode 37 i am finally here i'm sitting with suzanne and sly rye from the metal birds guys how's it going we're doing good i want to officially apologize right now in front of everybody we tried setting this up i don't know three or four times and every time i had a bail on them i felt so bad but true rockers that they are they were cool with it they stuck with me they didn't tell me you know to go jump off a bridge or go kill myself and they were totally cool with it Guys, nah, you're good. How's it going? <laughs> Nothing. It's great going today. In a couple of days, our new record comes out. Yeah. Oh, all right. Which one is this? Um, so it's going to be called Four. It's our fourth studio album. Um, it's actually our first full-length album. It's going to have a. It's on, we've released a couple singles from it so far, but it's uh, going to come out in its entirety on uh, Thursday. Okay, 30th. great. So it'll actually yeah. be coming out before the show, though, but that's okay. We, because uh, okay. this is all pre-recorded, but uh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop tweeting that out as soon as I can. Thank you. I mean, I was <laughs> digging your newest release. That so, I guess absolute that'll be on there or no? Yeah, yeah, absolutely is on there. Yeah, we've noticed that putting out the singles have been working better for us as a band, and it's giving us more uh, uh, notoriety. You know, you know, like people will come back and listen to us. Yeah, because you more if we exposure. Have out. And you'll yeah, pick up exactly. you'll pick up more Spotify followers that way too, from what I understand. Again, a lot of stuff is really technical to me, you know. I mean <laughs> I don't know how old you guys. What's so funny? What did I miss? <laughs> but Spotify, we don't we don't have a big presence. We we don't know a lot of technical stuff. I am in the band, the one that doesn't even own a computer. So <laughs> Really? You but you you I thought you were you were the ambulance guy, right? Aren't you the high tech guy? Oh, yeah. When we I have a phone, I've got a work phone. I've got a work phone. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I told my wife, I said, "Listen, I'm friends with this guy, Sly Rye. He's in this band, and you know, he's uh, an EMS guy." I said, "So I got my own Zocdoc. You know what I'm saying? When I'm not feeling good, I'm just gonna call him up. You know, but you don't even know how to work the shit. Can you read my EKG at least?" <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I scared the shit out of me. I was like, I'm gonna be calling this guy when I get chest pains again. <laughs> the gear, the gear is easy. To work. The rock and roll goes a lot harder. I know. You know, it's funny. I started doing collaborations with a lot of the guys, and I've been invited to do a lot of collaborations, and I shy away because, like, first of all, I'm used to, I'm used to, I'm from the two inch tape days, you know, in the studio. And then I was into having yeah. a four track. And then, you know, I had a digital record. It's like, now I do it on the computer. And he goes like, yeah, just, uh, you know, send me the stems for all of the drum tracks and send me the stems. I'm like, what the hell are you even talking about? What the hell is that? What are you talking about? And then when I do get involved, I feel like a jerk because I'm like, um, can you tell me how, what, like, what do I do now with this? Do I put it in here? They're like, no. I'm like, oh my God. I feel like a freaking hey, moron. What happened? So yeah, it's, it's, gotten, it's gotten a lot of very advanced and it's getting more and more advanced. Like, we've come around to stuff like we haven't even heard of. Like, now they have like, um, Dolby Atmos, like, yeah, what is that junk? I'm ready to my own stuff. It's like, dude, I'm like, um, uh, no, thank you. I mean, I, I don't know what this I, is. I don't know, but as long as it makes a sound good, like, Somebody to show you how to work it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? First of all, I mean, it's so cool that we could do it. I mean, really, you sit in your house, you record it, you produce it yourself, you know, you stick it, you put it out, it goes out. I mean, people in Germany listen to my stuff. You know, 30 years ago when I was a kid in Brooklyn, you know, you used to go out on your cassette tape, you know, after, after you know, six months of nobody bond, you would just start giving it away. You know, it's like people, right. you'd, or you'd, be, or you'd be putting tape over it and re-recording over it, you know, because there's, you know, the, the Kiss concert was on, on the radio tonight, you know, right. and, and you're putting the shots going out to the world. It's like, it's freaking and amazing. And someone in like Siberia is listening to our stuff and it's like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, like Russian awesome. Federation digging your new song. I'm like, wow, look at this. This is so cool. <laughs> 
So let me ask you a question. So, Suze, you're you're London born, right? Yes. So yes, when I did am. you come over? You came over when you were younger, or? Yeah, I, I came over when I was younger. My parents came over for work, um, and uh, I was about like 10, 11 years old when I came. Okay. And I lost my accent. Oh, wow. um, well, you know, because I used to have a very, very thick Cockney accent, you know, everything was, you know, and uh, so when I came, the hello, kids governor. were like, we, we, hello, governor, <laughs> yeah. right, you can eat your pudding, so <laughs> no, I'm a consummate professional drinker. I would not spit that beer out, but it almost came out my nose. <laughs> oh, so sorry, so, so um, the kids were like, "What language are you speaking?" And I was like, yeah. "English." And they 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 didn't they didn't know, so I had to change. You know, they were making. That's yeah, like I became um, I became really good friends with uh, Justin Leon uh, Nugent, the poet, and he's <laughs> he's in London. And, you know, mm. he's like, you know, he's like, uh, you know, Spike, the angels did cry that day. You know, it's like, I'm like <laughs> he, could, he could say he could talk about the most vile thing. And it sounds so proper and like delicate, and eloquent. Exactly. You know? It's like, Jesus, yeah, the guy's talking about like rotting corpses and stuff. But like, she will throw out things like you lot. And she will throw that up and she has to. Like that seventeenth and nineteenth beer, yeah. right? Right. Instead of like you, you know, use guys, but it's like you lock. And yeah. <laughs> so then, how did you guys meet then? So, like, did you your family located to Texas, and then how did you guys so I, meet up? I moved, I moved to Texas about five years ago or six years ago now for uh, work. And, okay. Um, I moved to Austin, and, and two years ago she showed up at a party with some. It was two. Years. We haven't even been on Twitter a year and a half. It's only been a couple of years. Like three. You don't know. You drink a lot. She drinks a lot. Don't listen to her. Yeah, we went in twenty eighteen. That was like that's like. I don't know when that was. Wasn't you? just realize you're that much older, right? Wow, <laughs> that's like a really quick sidetrack. I was telling the guy, they're like, "When did you become a Raiders fan?" I'm like, "When Hostetler went to the Raiders, you know, when he left the Giants like 15 years ago." I'm like, "Wait a second, I do the math. Like, that's 28 <laughs> years ago. Huh? Yeah, 28 years ago. So okay, so, uh, so so you guys I met up. To, I, moved to, I moved to Austin, and uh, I was at work one day, and the guys were like, "Hey, you want to go out for some beers? I know this, you know, this guy." He has a bar and he plays music. Let's go out. And I was like, um, okay, I don't know. I was like, all right, I can use some beer, you know, after yeah, work, yeah. whatever. Yeah, who can't? So uh, they drive me down to like, it's like a. Show the chainsaw Texas massacre. Out here in the country, out in central Texas, it's nothing but mesquite, no street lights. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, where are you guys taking me? Like, to murder me? And she like, calls I'm it a farm and it's a ranch. It's a facility. We come to his farm and he has a right. big barn. It's a farm because there's animals here. So this barn and like I hear all this music. You open the doors and there's like 30 people in there all partying and drinking. And I'm like, and then he's, play, he's playing like rock and roll. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I could do this. Yeah, yeah. And so like a couple beers into it, they, they were like, hey, get up there and sing. Get up there and sing. She could sing. Now, did you ever sing? Did you sing before? Like, are you were you a singer or you just like tried this and realized, oh, shit, I could do this? Yeah, yeah, basically. Very cool. She did all the Guns N' Roses part. She knew the classic rock. Right. For the, like, the end of, ow, 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 the child of my... She knew all the Axel parts and Rocket Queen. Think how hard that is to say. Very cool. And she was doing the, ow, 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 ow. But prior to this, you never did it, like, professionally or, like, in a band, right? You just, no. like, in the car singing type shit, right? And then me and Ryan, like, became, like, we were talking afterwards, we became, like, really fast friends, and, like, I just started coming back over, and he was like, we gotta, we gotta start a band. We're on a mission from God. Very cool. Yeah, and that, that's how we started. But thanks, Suzanne. So there's this thing called the Indie World Internet Radio. All none of us knew what she was talking about. She said somebody will play these because she found a pile of songs that me and Kevin had written, and she said, "Well, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. We can submit them places, and we'll see what happens." It's like his songs that he had. Yeah, his songs that he had were really good, and we started going through them, and I was like, "This is good stuff." Like let's do something with them, and so we, you know, we started rewriting some songs, and 
he started replaying everything and it was like, you know, kismet. And we were like, yeah, this is great. Let's, let's do it. So that's how we formed. <laughs> really cool. That's a very interesting story. You know, everybody else has got the other thing. It's like, you know, me and Joe, you know, put out an ad for, you know, singer, don't be weird, you know, and like, that's cool. So you never even like really even thought of singing in a band till this whole shit just happened, huh? Yeah. That's yep. really, really yeah, cool. We made a summer. Like, how much classic rock do you know? Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I want to say that though, and I don't like to pigeonhole people, but everybody has opinions, and everybody tries to um, everybody tries to you know equate something to something else that they could relate it to. But your voice, though, again, reminds me a lot of Pat Benatar. Um, oh, very strong, you. very solid, very straight, like cutting through, which I love. Um, Thank you. I don't like all the frills and all the, you know, vibrato, all that. You got that whole, like, it's just like rips right through. And I love, that's what Pat Benatar did. I mean, what was she like? Yeah, you know, I grew up on Pat Benatar. And I grew up on Pat Benatar and Blondie and all those singers who just did no thrills. They just sang. Yeah. My parents and my uncles, all of them out here anyway. They were just classic rock. So, you know, when Rage and Live and all those bands were big, right. we all went backwards to all that classic rock stuff because it was better and it had been grilled into us at every every family event or party. I tell you what, though, everything is cyclical. And um, when I started doing my stuff with my main singer, Johnny Fusco, which actually I want to give a shout out to Johnny today. Happy birthday, brother. He's 68 Happy years birthday. old today. Happy birthday, Johnny. And uh, he just had back surgery, upper end, lower, where they oh. got to move your voice box over and your vocal cords and all that stuff. So, but we got a new song coming out, man. And you know, he's not to self promote, but on the subject to him, though, I mean, he's he's healing well. He's doing great. For sixty eight, he's still a tough oh, bastard. Good. He's a retired marine, and he's just a tough fucking bastard, you know. Good. <laughs> Get better, Johnny. Thank Get you. Better. My, my heart and soul, I've always been a heavy metal guy. And we started this when I discovered, you know, Twitter and uh, Spotify. Wait, if I record my music, I could put it out there. You know, I want, because I laid off for like 10 years. I want to get back into it. So I figured we would do bluesy stuff that people our age want to hear. And we did a couple. And I was like, you know, this silence. I don't care whether they like it or not. I like heavy <laughs> metal, you know. But like to get to the point now. Um, I notice a lot of people, especially on Twitter, like, and people, every, it's like um, the 80s style is back in, whether it's yeah. actual 80s music, you know, 80s metal, or like, you know, a style that a band is coming out with their own stuff. When you start yeah. touching that, that chord, that nerve of that 80s, 90s style, people are really digging yeah. it. Because, you know, I really believe that back then the music was a lot purer than it is now. You know, everything is like, you know, drum machines, drum beats, like, um, you know, and and uh, I hate to say it, but like new metal, it has has taken a lot out of like the pure like rock and roll that used to be. Yes, what made Megadeth really have yeah. right that peace of mind record and all of those. Yeah. Those were brilliant to see them doing that would have been yeah. amazing. But I, I, what I find amazing too is, and again, now well, I want to get back now onto this. I want to ask you guys. For a while, like before I really, I mean, I knew you guys. We've been following other on Twitter for whatever, a year, a year and a half. And I follow your stuff, but I was pretty much in the impression you guys are just a duo. And then I started to realize that, you know, you got, uh, you know, you got the uh, drummer, you got, uh, what is it, Kevin and um, bass, Alex on drums, right? Yeah. Um, are they like a regular part of the band or like, uh, are they when you play out? Like, what's the deal? Like when you record, are they on there recording with you? Yes, yes, they're actually there. Kevin and I went to school together, but he works oil. Okay. So he's gone an awful lot. But when we have record or when we do jam, you know, he will make every effort he can if he's not stuck on a platform or out in a swamp. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> I know so, like, a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a ton of musicians out there now, and it's, you know, one or two guys. And like I said, I mean, the drum programs now, the bass programs yeah. that you could, it's incredible that, you know, you really could be a one man band. And I started out as a band. Our drummer was an FBI agent, so he couldn't be videoed and, you know, couldn't yeah. have his name out there. That became a whole big thing. So when things started to take off, you know, it's like, and then the other guy, he was um, a corporate executive for um, a company. I don't want to say the name of the bass player we had. And he didn't want his stuff okay. out there because these corporations, okay. you know, you're caught on Facebook, you know, with a beer yeah, in your hand, you're yeah. in trouble. So I was like, yeah. you know what, I, it's cool. But then like things start to take off and I'm like, I want to do what I want to do. So yeah. I started doing it like, you know what, I'm writing it all. I'll record it all. I'll play it all. And, you know, 
different people come in and play bass, different people come in and sing. If we ever start playing out, I'll hire a drummer, I'll hire a bass player, and we'll just do it, you know? Yeah. You know, we we told Kevin not to worry because if he's on the oil rig or whatever, wherever he is, like, like we could do the same thing. We could hire, you know. Well, actually, he's my brother one time. He plays bass. He's kind of a biker-type character. He's a lot of fun. You know how brothers are, so like, he gets along with us and Suzanne and him on the pants. So do you guys play out a lot? Like, what's the scene where you are? You guys oh, gigging or not really? We haven't played out in months. <laughs> if you actually don't need to, it's not <laughs> like you yeah. have to, you know? Yeah. A lot of these bands feel we have to go play. Yeah. Yes. And I always, I get a kick out of though, like the bands, it's like, and I'm not belittling nobody. If you're having fun doing it, have a ball, but I'm 57 now. So for me to go and drive an hour and a half up to a place that plays, lets me play heavy metal in front of two people, three people at four in the morning. Yeah. That's what, so my wife could take a couple of pictures for Facebook. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's not worth That's it to me. It. I don't want to do that no it. more. We've been offered some several gig extensions. We know some other Twitter bands we see in the area from Austin and Houston. They have no crowds. So for us, we're the sound guy to all Marshall Stacks, you know, the drum kit. It is not worth it for, you know, the $75 to $120 they'll pay us for, uh, for nobody there. And if the bar ain't making no money, there's no way. We're right. And, like I, and that's even if you get paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like where I am here in Florida, I'm on Marco Island. I'm in a... Um, I got to drive an hour and a half to find a heavy metal place like where I could play, say, and it's a shit neighborhood. So now I got to worry about my car in this neighborhood while I go inside yeah. and play in front of three people and yep. not get paid. Or maybe they turn, you know, then by the time I'm done drinking, I got a $50 bar tab. Right. I love playing. Don't get me wrong. I love, but I'd rather come to your studio and jam with you guys than go to do exactly. that. You know what I'm saying? For what? And it's. It's funner to come to the studio. It's funner to create. Because everyone shows up at Suzanne's. When I like invite people or Suzanne does on Twitter, if you all are doing anything, we'll be at Suzanne's. We've had people show up and then we barbecue, have some beers. Yeah. Because the studio has like a little room next to it. So it's like a green room. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Yeah. That's what we end up doing half the time. Like my son's band comes here too uh and they yeah. hang out and i got you know i got the pool i got the barbecue and half the time it's like i come out it's like everybody's out there like goofing around you know all the equipment yeah, is on amps are humming they're unplugged they're humming i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing it's been three hours they're out there in the pool hanging out but everybody's having fun and i'd rather that than like i said go to some stanky ass club you know, exactly and you know the band's like you know like we played here to spend your money on gas and not make the money back. Yeah, that's yeah. Not and you've seen it as well as we have on Twitter when people will post they're playing a show for nobody, and we know they move their gear, and we know and and all they do is they get a couple hearts for it, but nobody's enjoying the music. You've got to take it somewhere else, right? The indie writer is finally in a position to get on a radio, a podcast, a show, a whatever. This is the indie guy's time, and still wanting to play out. In this circumstance, it's just no good. It's got to be commercially viable. I had a couple of people that often like, you know, you know, Spike, would you come and play? Because a lot of times that they do here is like they book like 10 bands. You do three songs each. You know, all the equipment's lined up. You play you yes. your shit down at the, you know, we'll pay you 50 bucks to come and play. I'm like, where's the gig? And they tell me it's like North Naples, which is like, I mean, it's like the murder capital of the world. I'm like, no, no thank you. I don't need that shit. Keep me 50. I don't want to, I mean, I would love to, I would love to come and jam, but no, I don't No, It's not worth it to me anymore. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Especially since COVID's happened. Oh, and like that too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, everybody's saving their money to go see the big acts. You know, everybody wants to go see Kiss and wants to go see, you know, Metallica. And you know, they're waiting to go out. They don't want to come see, like, an indie band at a bar for, you know, to play. You know, people are saving their money for the big stuff. So you, you don't get the crowds like you well, used Honey Bone Rush Metalbird show. That's going to kick freaking <laughs> ass. You could see that. Familiar, I could you can do it. You can do it. What was that moving up to with Joe Pesci? Ever. The Italo <laughs> Dio <laughs> restaurant. You know what I'm saying? The cannolis next to the knishes. <laughs> It'll be huge. So listen, I want to, before we get too far gone into the show, you guys, your newest, your newest song out. I love it. Absolute. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I want to play that, but before I play it, um, can you give me a little background on it? Like, like, what's what's where'd you come up with this idea? About you know, a lot of people struggle with drinking, and we know a lot of people, and yeah. and so it's like, what's a song 
that really can remind remind people that if they have a problem, you know, there's there's options. So yeah, that's right. really what the song is. You know, I sing a line that says, you know, you can stop if you want to, but you have to want to stop. You know, people have problems with this stuff, and it's not just about drinking. It could be any addiction, right? Right. Oh, sure. You got to know when to stop, and you got to get the help if you want to stop. So that's what the song is about. It's not really glamorizing the drinking. It's about the issue of Drink. you have a problem. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right. Very cool. I, I, so I like to get the background because, you know, it's funny. A lot of stuff goes by. It's like people love the beat. You know, they love it. And, you know, they like the little hook, but they don't really know what's going on or listen to the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they like to try and bring that to the forefront of like, you know, wow, what, you know, what is this actually really about? So, yeah, there's always a, we always have some sort of like weird hidden message in, our, in mostly all of our songs. You know, it's, if, if it's not like a party and straight out, you know, like Life of the Party is just a straight out, I want a party song. There's usually some sort of hidden message in it. So, so as that's, a, that's, I'm sorry to interrupt, but as a vocalist, so does the mostly, does the lyrics fall upon you, Suzanne, or is it still a joint effort? You know, no, it's, with everybody. Joint, it's a joint effort between me and, uh, and Rye here. We, we sit down, he comes up with the, the, the and then we argue, and then we argue, and then we argue. I won the argument. Johnny always corrects me on grammar. He's like, "It should be you are, not you. You're." All. I'm like, "Dude, what are we? <laughs> are you a fucking English well, you major? Know, I, Jesus I do, Christ, it's heavy metal. Just belt it out. You're, you know." I, I have the final he corrects my say. spelling. Yeah. <laughs> God. That's no, see, as, as, uh, here's the whole thing. I'll write the lyrics. I write almost everything. Uh, I, I'll do it all, but. I would say to you, Suzanne, here's the lyrics now. I have no problem if you don't like a line, you want to change it. If you want well, yeah. to, I don't, and again, especially you're the vocalist, so is it too many syllables? Is it not enough syllables? You want to we, tweak it. We do, I'm cool no, with that, you know? That a lot because I have to sing it, so yeah. I got to be comfortable saying, you know, saying the words. So it's like, we made her sing Love Gun the last time we played out. And the, but Suzanne goes, I'm not singing about some dude's junk. We ended up doing it anyway, but she changed it up a little. <laughs> we never thought of it like that. <laughs> they got to have a put in there, governor. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all bangers and mash. I know, but I get the final say. Let's just put it that. I get the final, final say with the songs. And you I should. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. All right. So before we get into an out-and-out argument here, I'm going to play now Absolute by my friends here in the Metal Birds. Check this out. Woo!
All right. That was the Metal Birds and Absolute. Suzanne, I got a question for you off the cuff here. You ready? Yeah. What's your favorite song of yours to sing? You know what? I'm going to have to say, hands down, it's Machine Man um, from our, is that our third album? Fourth? Third? Yeah, from uh, our third album, Machine Man. I love singing that song. I don't know what it is about that song. I get to go all balls out when I sing it. I love it. I, I, I don't know. It's just one of my most comfortable songs, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times it's not even so much that you like the lyrics so much. It's just it's just mm-hmm. fun to rip it out and it's fun to do it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's just fun to like just go for it and sing it and, you know, give it my all. I love that song. Love it. Very cool. So, Rye, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I know you wrote all of this stuff. What's your least favorite song? That you wrote. <laughs> She's oh my She's goodness! We're, we're, just so you guys know, like we're actually on video doing it, so we can see one another. <laughs> right. I'm watching, I asked that question, she, and Suzanne's giggling. Oh, I don't know if I have a least favorite because most of these were been cobbled together from what me and Kevin write number four, Suzanne. Okay, and then with Suzanne, um, I feel like there's a little piece of everyone I know in every one of them. Right. I mean, I have some of mine that like, see, some songs to me have staying power. You know, you, again, mm-hmm. like you, re- you write it, you rehearse it, you play it, you record it, you produce it, you listen to it 50 freaking times before you mix it down. And you get like, you know what? Let's just put this out. I'm sick of this fucking thing. And other <laughs> songs still two years later, you're like, man, I like this song that we wrote. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes it's just out of monotony. Sometimes it's like, I don't like playing this live because the guitar solo I came up with is hard and I screwed up half the time. You know, so there's reasons why you may not like. So you like them all then, yeah. huh, Ryan? There's nothing that you, you don't you like? Don't you really no, don't I don't think I have one. So I'll take it back to you, Suzanne. What's what's your least favorite yeah. song to do then? We'll let him off um, the hook and we'll bring it back to you. Well, I know what it is. Say it. What do you think your least favorite is? And she's hot. And that song has gotten us more organic Spotify plays than anything. It's the only thing we've done pop. Okay. And that thing is a kick-ass tune, and she absolutely hates it. Which one? I hate it so much I can't even listen to it when it's being played. Um, The song I hate doing is Love and Money. Okay. I I don't know what it is about that song. Is it just you did it so many times and you're sick of it, or you didn't I like the rhythm I, of it? Yeah, it's 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 part of that. It's part of like I feel like I could have sang it better on the record too. Okay, but it came out how it came out, and we've never had so many compliments about how sexy she sounds. And she says I could have sang it better. You know, we did that song over and over again, and she still. I mean, by the time I was finished singing it, I had the voice left, so I couldn't do, like, another take of it. And it was just like, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm happy with it. And then when I listened to it, I was like, ah, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. I could have done this. I was second-guessing. That's the song I second-guessed myself on the most. So that's that's my, my ah. And it's funny, um, though, like, what, what Ryan's talking about, though, too, it's your least favorite. He's saying most organic, you know, get the most plays. It's true because... You'll put out stuff like, I mean, I, I, I'll put out stuff. I don't speak for you, but I'll put out stuff. And I'm like, this is going to kick ass. They're going to love this. You know, yeah. 50 streams. Then something else you put out and you're like, man, all right, let's just put it out already. It's like 5,000 streams. And then it's, it's like, like, like 2,000 streams. It's like, oh what? Yeah, it's like, what psychotic heroin addict is listening to this shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, what, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally, totally freaking true. <laughs> you guys like games? Yes. Yes. I mean, this know. isn't going to be like Saw, is it? <laughs> Would you like to play a, a game? <laughs> 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 you like to play a game? Oh, man. <laughs> what I'm going to play with you guys is um, sometimes I play the choose game. Sometimes I play yes and no. We're going to play the choose game with you. I have random index cards that I pulled. And you have, to, you have to make a choice between the two choices I give you. There's no pass. There's no, I don't, uh, I don't want. No, you got to pick one. Okay. If you want to be a player. Oh, player, so ready. We have plenty of prizes here at the end of the show. So, you know, you got you to gotta play the game. Okay. 
So you got to, I'm going to give you a choice and then you guys, you don't have to agree. Okay. But you, and you don't have to explain yourself or you can, if you want to, if you want to elaborate, go ahead. Okay. That's what makes it fun. Okay. The first set, you ready? Yeah. Pink Floyd or the who? Pink Pink Floyd. Floyd. All right. Sex or food? Food. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You ask the 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds, I go for sex. I'm, I go for food, man. Everybody was 20, but now it's food. <laughs> so speaking of, well, okay, I'm not going to say because I don't want to elaborate on it. Um, Italian, or, <laughs> Italian or Chinese? Italian. Chinese. All right. Um, I like pasta. So. <laughs> pasta and cheese. I love it. He likes egg foo young, I guess. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Full speed ahead or take it easy? Full speed ahead. Yeah. Unless we're at the beach. Oh, yeah. Then at the beach. As far as what does that mean? Next at the beach? Come up like to going the beach into the water, you mean? or? Yeah. Then it's just all take it easy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having a beer, take it easy. But everything is like full steam ahead. We're rockers, you know what I'm saying? We have to be full, yeah. full speed ahead. Uh, yeah. Onion dip or hummus? <laughs> onion dip. <laughs> you like to bow. I, I put mustard on Texas. It's mustard on everything. All right, well, you got to pick, though, brother. See, you can't, you can't skirt it. You got to pick. Meanwhile, she surprised I, me. I thought you were going to be a hummus girl, to be honest with you. I like both, I but if I had a choice, it would be onion dip. Okay. You got to pick, kid. What would you do? Hummus or onion dip? Oh, yeah, yeah. Would you less or onion dip? Because it's Suzanne. She was, she was forcing my hand there. I guess onion dip. <laughs> She's squeezing your leg, telling you what to pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Soup or salad? Wow. wow, that's that. Uh, that's dependent on what kind, but I would probably always go for salad. It's yeah. just the is the safer choice because we do grow quite. You know, the two months we can grow things here in the ground. I like to pick beans and corn and all that out of the garden. It's better. No GMO. <laughs> See, I love the whole people. <laughs> this is what makes it great. They start rationalizing yeah. their answer. Yeah. All right, you got to pick out of these two. Country or jazz? Country. But she won't do that. <laughs> she has to pick, though. That's the fun If part. I had to, if I had to country, country. Right. I, I don't understand jazz. I'll be the first to I just don't understand it. I got I to I kick out of jazz. Just, here's the deal with jazz. Just play, just play the right fucking notes. Jesus Christ with jazz. Just play the right that they start going into I don't I'm like, what is this? Like like a two year old could do that. That's what I'm talking about. You you listen to these great like sax plays when they do that squeal at you know, it's like what is that? Yeah, it's like what the hell is that? You know, okay, I'll I'll tell you a story. I remember like and like you know, school. I used to play. I used to be in the band. I played the flute. I don't know why that's relevant, but you know when the when the sax players. You know, <laughs> it's not, <laughs> but go ahead. I love her. She's awesome. And you know, I don't know, getting their stuff wet or whatever they're doing. Again, when I was a, when I was a kid in high school, you know, I was in the jazz band, and you know, you to, the trumpet players were always like, like look at this, like what the fuck are you doing, man? And then we used to Stop. take our reeds that were sucking on them, you know what I'm saying? And the yeah. now, so, so okay, so it's not just me being like all nasty. So were you a flute player or a flautist? I was a flautist. <laughs> a flautist. There's, there's always licking the lips. Personal lips. <laughs> hey, we gotta keep this show rated PG here. Okay. I'm looking at Ryan's face. I can't stop fucking laughing. 
<laughs> it looks like he's gasping for air. Holy shit. Jazz players, you're hearing us? Just play the right fucking notes, okay? Yes. (laughs) Put a little distorted, like, uh, you know, uh, flugelhorn in there. We might dig it more. Yeah. Yeah. How about white wine or red? White. Come on. White. Have you ever had white wine here? We've had it. It's always been red. Denied. <laughs> Miller Lite, it's the white white wine of beer. Wait, but I'm drinking seven out. You know, what are you guys drinking? I, you know, seven I got news for you. I'm having a problem. I'm I'm a Corona guy. I drink Corona, Corona Light. I love um uh Modelo, Tecate. Mm. I drink the Mexican beers. That's what I like. And we can't get it here. It's always out. So I was stuck getting Bud Light again. I was like, what the hell? Trey, if you're listening so from years Sincere. we were drinking um, Miller High Lives. Nope. And that is just, I don't even know what to, where to start with Miller <laughs> High Lives. It's like, why bother? <laughs> Might as well start shooting heroin at that fucking point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sure he's got some, I'm sure, I'm sure Ryan's got some cool shit in the ambulance, man. <clears throat> All right. Stand and fight or run away. Am I on scene? Am yeah. I am I armed? Can I have my vest? However you want to quantify this in your mind, go ahead. That's what it's just a blanket statement. You got to picture your go scenario. Uh, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm wow, this is really hard for you guys, huh? I but you see, I'm a fighter. It's a pitch. Right? So many times we're always taught. All I can think of is we're always taught. Overview the scene is the scene center. So that's been grilled into me for almost two decades. Right. Every time I hear a question like that, I think, am I pitched in this scenario or not? So what was the blanket statement again? The blanket statement is stand and fight or run away. Fight. It could be, could be anything, you know, adverse condition in your life. You know, somebody in your family golf bit is sick. You know, do you... You know, put the covers over your head and cry and pray, or do you get active and decide what to do? You know, like fight. I said, it's a blanket statement. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. Fight. 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 All right. Ryan's still Especially not like He's still thinking about this. What? I'm sorry. Especially with other band mates, because it usually breaks down to everyone doing this, putting their hands over their face when yeah. Suzanne's like, "I'm not doing. I'm not." And I'm like, "You're gonna freaking name it, Suzanne!" And then everybody sits down and watches us to pump heads. My biggest thing is I hate indecision, especially like when, when you have a full band, you got four or five people in the band. That's five different opinions. I hate that dog chase, a dog chasing its tail scenario. Make a decision, right or wrong, pick a fucking thing, take a direction and do it. I hate that indecisiveness. That drives me nuts. Yes. That drives me nuts. So right or wrong, whether you decide to run away, that's cool. You decide to fight, that's cool. Just make that whole stand in there, not knowing what to do. Uh, yeah, stick up for yourself. That's all. I, it's I like think. the Karate Kid. Remember, remember Karate Kid. Yes. Karate do yes. Karate do no. Karate in the middle is squash like grape. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to teach Daniel son. Where did I come up? Oh with yeah. Suzanne just likes saying wax on, wax off. <laughs> <laughs> Show me Santa Fro. <laughs> Show me cream the toilet. Da, 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 da. All right. Um, slave to the grind or take this job and shove it. Slave to the grind. Unfortunately. All right. You guys are hard workers. I get it. Yeah. I wrote a song called Burn It All Down. I don't give a fuck no more, but go ahead. Yeah, thank you. You work hard, you party hard. That's that's my motto. (laughs) Yep. And then you eat a (laughs) lot. And then you skip sex and just eat. Yeah, yeah. Eat. All right. Candles. Candles or flashlights? Flashlight. Motorhead or Megadeth? Oh, wow. I've never gotten to see Motorhead. I did see Megadeth in San Antonio. I've always watched Megadeth. But then there's that, uh, Pain is me! Pain is me! You cannot eat that shit. <laughs> Dude, freaking Jack oh, Daniels, God. cigarette smoking. Oh, it's a bummer. All right. I'm going to the best. Give us a 
Let's go. 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 You know what I'm saying? What do you mean I don't take you out? I bought you McDonald's yesterday. What do you mean we didn't? You know what, I'm saying? what do you mean? I fucking I bought you a lollipop the other day. Yo, and, and fucking let me let me. How can you deny a guy that's like reaching up like this to sing with like a cigarette in his hand and a Jack Daniels on the amp? You know, named Murder yeah. One. You know. <laughs> because he was a jazz matron. <laughs> So I'm yeah, confused. What are our answers on this? Oh, okay. And you want Motorhead, Brian? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at how you, you, you make your own opinion. <laughs> oh man! All right, we're gonna move on. I'm not gonna say what I'm what I'm witnessing here. Okay. Four string bass or five? Or, yeah, or, I'm with you guys. Or, traditional. Um, traditional. I, that's what I wanted to ask you. You know what? I just thought of a question when we're done with this, done with this game. We're on, we got three more to go. Okay. Okay. Uh, take the last one or leave it for somebody else. Take the last one. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck <laughs> they don't want the it's funny it's like you always taught like you know well you know save it for somebody else meanwhile it's brown now and nobody ate and it's all dried up and I'm, I don't even fucking want it but I could enjoy it 20 minutes ago yeah. the, the last cream puff or whatever the hell's out there you know your dirt uh, <laughs> now this is gonna be funny because you guys are male and female this is pretty cool boxers okay. or briefs boxers boxers briefs Boxer briefs oh, goes down the middle. Oh my god, Francis! <laughs> what the hell is a boxer brief? I know what it is. I don't we strip around it all the time. I'm a boxer. Everyone has to do with it. I don't think the tiny whiteies. It doesn't matter if there's forty people here at a party. Eventually, I'm in my freaking boxers. I'm not going to roast my my junk. I'm just not going to do it. Texas, it is hot. And the pants do tend to come off a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what shorts are invented for in suits, no? <laughs> it's like Solomon Gamora over there in Houston. Like, is that what you tell me? Try to tell me? Jesus Christ. The Metal Bird Ranch. It's like it's like the freaking it's like the Bundy Ranch. All I'm saying is boxers, they're just like pants. So the last one we got here, keep it to yourself, right. keep it to yourself, or spill your guts. Um, oh, wow. Most of the time, spill, but again, you've got to keep so much shit in because of HIPAA protocol and SOP. I would say keep it to yourself. Yeah. I, 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 you stay out of trouble by keeping it to yourself. Other people, <laughs> right? Right. Suzanne's always concerned about other people. <laughs> I used to be. I don't. I don't give a rat's ass no more. I used to. Be, I got burned so many times myself. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you all. I'm just worried about me now. And it's a shame to yeah. say, but that's the way it is. But that's why I keep everything well, you know, to myself why now. Everyone thinks I'm the nice one, huh? So everyone thinks I'm the nice one. No, I know you're not. Ryan's a nice one. You're trouble. I know that. I yeah. right at the back. You're the trouble. When I thought you were a hummus girl and you said you said you were onion dip, I'm like, nope, I was wrong about this girl. This girl's trouble. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Out of all the questions, the onion dip did a great job. Yes. Out of everything we discussed so far, we're up to 45 minutes. Your onion dip answer told me exactly who you are now. These are like these wow. mental aptitude tests. He knows what he's doing. Wow, you just And that was the choose game. Thank you for playing. Metal Bird, you guys kicked it. Awesome. 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 So while we're playing the game, I thought of something. Um as far as like you guys like I'm into uh and I'm looking at right here in front of me on in my studio. Um yeah. What, you guys, do you do alternate tunings or drop tunings, or is your song standard? Like, I use a drop box. I'm into, like, drop D and then drop C flat and C sharp and B tuning. What do you guys, uh, you, do you change your tunings or no? 
Well, yeah, we usually tune flat on standard. Okay, so we do like E flat, just just a half step down. Yeah, okay. half step down. Okay, that's when we get when we talk about the bass guitars and stuff like that. I want to know like you guys are very traditional like rock and stuff like yeah. I'm a half step down. I'm an E flat, and then I get into D flat drop tuning, and then I got my Dropbox. So I mean, I don't know. This thing is really cool because between me and my son, we have I got like 16 guitars in my house, and we had you know, nice. this one was tuned to B, and it's got you know. Uh, 14 gauge strings on it. This one's tuned to C sharp. It's got, I was like, you, wait, know, you, this mean, is getting wait, wait. Stupid. you mean like tune to B for like playing a slot? Yeah, no, the whole, yeah, tune the whole thing down, you know, down wow. where your E string is now B. You know what I'm saying? You're down right, that many right. steps. And then I bought this, um, the Digitech Dropbox is like 220 bucks. Now, you got to be either wearing headphones or you got to play loud because you'll hear your regular guitar and then the drop tuning through the speakers and it like screws you up, you know, but it's incredible. You just put this on and you just go three steps down. That's three cents. That takes you from, you know, E to E flat to D to D flat. Now your whole guitar's in D flat tuning. It's really wow. cool. And it saves a lot of trouble of having to sit there and have all these different guitars or retuning on stage. So that's, that was just something I came I want to ask you guys if you, you know, what your tuning is for your music. Like a lot of people used to try and copy Kiss songs and they couldn't. And they didn't realize that, you know, Ace Frehley, they used to turn down, tune down a half step. They went E flat. You know, people like it doesn't sound right because they're down a half step from everybody else. And they have that nice in the mix where Paul's always like on a seventh or a nine. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, like in the love theme and all those other ones making love. Mm -hmm. That's a nice, powerful dual sound there. Yeah. So let me ask you guys a question. Um, Spitfire Pete, another really cool yes. song. We're gonna play that one. Um, what's the story behind that? Any kind of any anything interesting to tell everybody? So, um, one of our very, 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 very first yeah, friends was this little boy from England. Um, his name is Pete, and he has autism. And he was one of the very first people to ask um, for, like, an autograph yeah. from me. You guys are giving, okay, and I don't mean to cut you off, and we're going to get back to you. Give me the chills. I, I follow them. Um, you know, I know his mom uh, runs the Twitter page and stuff, yeah. and their dog, Sandy. Yeah, so you know, okay. I love them. I love that dog. is adorable. Um, yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. They're really, really, so, really nice people. Go ahead. Yeah, he's a, so his, uh, his Twitter handle is Spitfire Pete. Yep. And I just said that is a great name for a song. Yeah. yeah. And um, he, like, like I said, he was one of the first, he was the first one to ask for like an autograph. I actually sent him a CD from, from our um, second album. And yeah. the suckers with scorpions in them. Yeah, we sent him a whole bunch of treats. <laughs> you know, he has me on his wall wall of rock or whatever. Like, it's like, you know, right. he's a cool little kid. Yeah. So one day we we were um we were thinking about you know writing songs and and we were like you know what that is the coolest name Spitfire Pete. Yeah, it's a great so name for a band too. Song. Right. We I know. Um, so we came up with this whole concept about writing a song about Spitfire Pete, but not about him. You know. Right. Making yes. him the hero of of you know of the song, making him the hero, making him the the um protagonist. Yes, you yep. know. So. So, you know, Spitfire, you know, he, the, the whole history with the Spitfires and the war. English, and English, English plane, yeah. yeah, you know, and I love airplanes. Um, so it was only natural that we write a song about a plane. And we dedicated it to him. And that's what the song is about. It's for him. And it's it's autism awareness, you know, and right. we tried to, you know. And it's classic rock. Yeah, it's yeah. Really it kicks ass. Plain and simple, yeah. Song because it's like a rock song that says something right you never it's yeah he does <laughs> kick ass and you know what though it's like i've been following them for about a year and a half two years and yeah. Um, I'm, you know, it's funny because you watch, you know, you see all these pictures and stuff. I'm actually watching him grow up to become a very mm -hmm. handsome young man. You know, yes. he's a little kid, you know, and they got the pictures of him from when he was even early. And you look at him now, it's like, you know, wow, you know, he's becoming yeah. a very, very grown up, uh, handsome young man, yes. you know, 
Yeah. They're going to so the soccer games and all that. Mom, mom tells us, that, you know, rock and roll helps him. Yeah. And, you know, help him when he has his, uh, his um, issues and helps him calm down. He listens to it at a certain right. time every day. So, you know, why not make a song for him? Why not? You know, uh, at least we can do. Well, without, without any further ado, then we're going to play Spitfire Pete from the Meadowbirds. Listen to this. Some killer song. Uh, question: Thank you. The Metal Birds. Where'd you guys come up with this name? Is who came up with that? <laughs> so I came up with it. So, like I said before, I love airplanes so much so that that's what my career is. I work. Um, I work for an airline, um, and I'm a trained pilot. Wow! Very so, cool. Thank you. So it, it only made sense that. It, it, it's it's a double connotation, right? You think metal, you think you know metal, rock and roll, but right. metal birds is actually what we call airplanes. It's you know it's our nickname for uh, airplanes, any right, airplane. Right. It's a metal bird. You know they fly in the sky and they're metal. So that's what we came up with. And what about that the spelling, though? I'm sorry, Ed. Right, you were, were going to say something. Let's get two hands. The boss, most of the times, that's 
we were like, Metal Birds is pretty cool. <laughs> Whether you like and it or not. <laughs> the British side of her. Very cool. So, like, what about the spelling, though? Why, why, why the B-Y-R-D, not well, B-I-R-D? Well, because we just wanted to be different. Like, Metal Birds, it's like, okay, that's a little too um, standard. You know, we want to be a little off-kilter, so we I just like put it. the Y. Yeah, it's not the same yeah, old, same so. old. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, all the cool bands spell the name with a Y. Jackal, <laughs> uh, the, birds, the birds, and it's like, again like the the EP you put out. Don't you have a uh, uh, was that bird on a wire? Yes. Yeah. And again, again you spell wire. Y. Yeah, very fucking yeah. cool. See, I like that. I like getting uh, stuff so like that. Know, every band should spell their name with a Y. <laughs> I think cool. we should spell everything with a Y. Why not? Yeah, yes. no, it's, everything it's, should be with a Y. Teach you, teach you the, the, Beers. Uh, have another beer. Should be what B Y R E. Have another beer. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's freaking awesome i love that so um <laughs> what's on the horizon like what do you guys i know you got you said you're gonna put a um colla- a, um yeah. yeah listen to me you're gonna put an album out like um but it's gonna include songs that already were released correct and then some new ones yeah yeah so we have um an eight eight song um album coming out um in a couple days right it's gonna be called just four it's going to be um, everywhere, Bandcamp, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Google, YouTube, right. everywhere. Um, and it has, uh, we've, we've released already three songs off of it, Spitfire Pete, Life of the Party, and then Absolute was our third single. And it's going to have a couple new songs on it. We, so. we hope we can get all of these to get spins as well. This one, you know, we really wanted to. We wanted to focus more on being more classic rock, like we always talk about. Right. And this time we really have more of a, how do we bend this song that was a more on the punk side into a more classic rock side? And we think we've got it. So we hope. All right. So uh, along the same veins, though, do you guys record in the studio? Do you record at home? What do you guys well, do your recording? Yeah, I actually set up a home studio at my house. Um, it's called Birdie Studios because I'm, you know, Suzanne Birdie. And it's my house, so why not, right? <laughs> and I think I yeah. saw a picture you had that you got the Marshalls, right? And you got the um, the Union yep. Jack in the background and all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, I have this huge Very Texas cool. flag, a British flag that, that fills my whole wall up. So that's where you guys are recording out of from there? Yeah, that's where we record. And who's yeah, doing the engineering? Because I love the sound you guys get. Who's doing the producing and, and finalizing everything? So we have a we have a post-production person. Um, his name is Ray that does all our uh, all our mixing and mastering. He's great. He's a total rockhead metal guy. You know, yeah, very classic rock finder. You know, when he reached out to us and said, Look, if that's what you're going for, I do the same type yeah. of thing. And he's made our stuff sound exactly how we want it. Yeah. And to me, it has that classic sound. It, it almost, again, like, the, not to repeat myself, but like earlier when I was talking about, it, it sounds like you guys are recording on old style two inch tape. It's that classic yeah, said, rock it was sound. Like, try to imagine Ampex 456. Yeah. It's not like this oversaturated, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, the guitars are not only doubled, they tripled. It's got that regular classic rock sound, you know? And I yeah, think, I think exactly it's awesome. I think it's awesome. The people have been digging it, right? I mean, we've gotten a lot of a lot of really good spins from these first three singles. So yeah, fingers crossed that all of them do. Yeah, and um, again, um, a cup. Like I always like to ask this question. I mean, this is episode thirty-seven, and I probably asked it thirty-five times. You know, where you record uh-huh. and how you do it, and blah blah blah. And there's only like two other bands, and now you, you guys make like the third band that, you know, they do the recording, they take care of everything at home, and then they send it out to a third yeah. person. Because a lot of times, though, too, it gets like, well, I want my guitar louder. Well, I think my vocals should be louder here. It's good when you got yeah. that that person who's detached that says, no, this is the way it should go. This is the way it should sound. Yeah. You know? Ray's actually played on one of the songs we asked him. If he was interested in playing along on one of the songs, he said yes. And he actually had a couple of suggestions. I would do this production-wise instead of I just straight have it because he said, you're still thinking very late 80s here. And he said, if you do this, you can get more of a 
you know, late 70s, early 80s vibe. And it's right. actually paid off on a couple of these other tunes on the new record. Right. And I've actually, I mean, I'm very honored, but, and again, I don't, I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm not trying to show off, but there's like four different uh, artists out there that send me DMs and they ask me, you know, what do you think of this before we put it out? And I'm like, I'm honored that they were actually asking my opinion, you know? I mean, I'm you sure they're asking. Wait, time yeah. out. You, well, God darn it, can we do that in the future? I, yeah, I got no problem. If you don't mind my honest opinion. Again, see, I'll never, yeah, blow, I'll know, never blow smoke up your skirt. You're a from the right era, yeah. right? You know what I mean? You're very well-rounded. You've had everyone on your show. Um, yeah, I didn't know people did that for you. We thought yeah. we were the only ones. No, they, no, they send me their stuff and they're like, what do you think of it? You know, it's like, they're not asking me whether I like the song or not, because again, you know, it's right. all, um, it's art and it's subjective. I'm trying to listen yes. to it as far as, you know, while your vocals are like way too loud, they're blowing everything out. Your snare drum is like, you know, or they got like a yeah. China symbol in there. It's like crashing through. It's like, that's yeah. what they're basically asking me, you know? And it's like, yeah. I give my honest opinion. And again, as a fellow musician, if I was to ask you guys, what do you think of this? Don't go, oh, it's Mike, that's awesome. No, 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 no. I want you to tell me, dude, what the fuck are you thinking? That is weird, stupid shit, you know. on Twitter, isn't there? Where they all just slap each other on the back. Yeah, dude, that doesn't help out anybody when you do that. No, it doesn't help. And it's funny because when you see a lot of that, they're always so off genre. They ask the ultimate death metal guy from the acoustic singer-songwriter girl. It's that's not fair to do to the other artists. I know right. they all want to try to get each other tagged, right. but I don't think it helps either. And it kind of concerns me that they're so willing to just pass a compliment, right. even if they didn't listen to it. I really enjoy, again, I enjoy just as much, if not more, rather than writing. I like producing. I'm the one who likes to sit and go, you know what? We should double the vocals here. You should do a higher thing. Maybe do a three-part harmony. I love that just as much or more than actually creating and doing my own music. You know what I'm saying? I really love doing that. And like I said, um, I got people in Finland and stuff like sending me stuff. And I'm like, I'm just honored that they're asking my opinion. That To me, I'm just some fucking schmuck drinking beers and writing music, you know? And they're asking me what I think. All right, guys. So before we sign off and we, uh, we, we, we leave here, um, where can people, are you guys on Facebook, Twitter? Are you on the usual um, social medias or what? How do yeah, they find we're you? On, we're on Facebook. You can find us at the Metal Birds Band. Remember, it's Be a Birds with a Y because we're cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> Twitter at the Metal Birds. Um, you can search our website, which is www.themetalbirds.com. What a Y. You can find all the yeah, you can find all the latest on there. We're going to have our album up soon on that. Um, and remember, we're on YouTube, The Metal Birds, and we're on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, um, Deezer, Tidal, uh, Google Music, uh, iHeartRadio, um, um, uh, Rapid Fire here. I think that's, I think, I think. Come I on, right? You got to help out. <laughs> I've heard of a few of those. Oh, and we just TikTok. Oh, oh yeah. you guys, you guys fell into that crap too, like me. Yeah, we yeah we're. Well. So, are you putting on like little snippets of your music, or are you guys doing like is, you got like Ryan running around in on the ranch with shorts on? You know, with, <laughs> with, with his boxers, <laughs> boxer breeze. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. The TikTok, like, I, I mean, people know like how I feel about this, and if I'm upsetting people, I really don't give a rat's ass. But TikTok, I put some little snippets on too. But um, I'm seeing bands out there that are yeah. um, to get noticed, hopefully, or go viral. They're putting silly, stupid shit on. It's like, dude, don't don't cheapen your brand. Just stay true to yourself. Yeah. Have cheapen fun is brand. one thing, but what don't don't do stupid shit. Come on. That you need to see Ryan's underwear for, you know, like it's, I'm saying, you, you act the fool and it doesn't get you anywhere anyway. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I don't want to go viral. I want to go worldwide. You know, right. I want to have like, <laughs> Ryan in a tutu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ryan in bareback. <laughs> I gave her an idea. <laughs> 
No, but I see too much of that shit going on. It's like, I know you guys are trying to get desperate. You're trying to get, you know, viral, but don't do that, man. Because you're putting out, you know, one silly thing, 15 silly things, 30 silly Now it's like, are you guys a goof or what? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, just are you do a your band thing. Or are you just, you know, trying to be. They, right. they don't believe in the music, right? No, you they become a clown show. We jam for ourselves. And if we like it, that's what always pulls the trigger to the right. next phase. Okay, let's rehearse it, then record it. If you don't believe in your own music, and you know they right. always say they believe in it, right. but but somebody who gives you an honest opinion, we're thrilled all the time yeah. that so many people have been kind to like you, us. There's a big list of us fans, and they've been genuinely we like your stuff. And that's that's the biggest compliment there. But they're still number two. You know, we have to make something we like. Now again, and like if you keeping you, your brand. You were right, right that way. If you're recording your rehearsal, and like, you know, you step back and trip on your cord and fall down. You want to put on TikTok, get ahead, you know? But stop just doing these blatant, silly skits. It's like, I no. thought you were a rock band, you know? It's like, wh what is this crap? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I can't get into yeah. that. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for doing this. I, I, oh, I have no idea. And again, I'm so glad it found, we finally got it off. It's finally done. Uh, I I felt so bad that man, we kept canceling shit. That ah, I got. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. No, I do. I do. I do. You guys are awesome. We're going to do this again for sure. This has been the Metal Birds. Guys, I uh, hope we covered everything. Um, Everybody, check them out. If you haven't checked them out, you're missing it. Just Google. Just hit up Metal Birds with a Y. Okay? Metal Birds y. Band on Google. And, man, you'll see everything. It all comes up. And you can just pick it and check it out. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. So check it out. Everybody, be kind to one another. Uh, be tolerant. Peace. Peace. <laughs>